business to new insane revenue levels doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about the right strategy, team, efficiencies, and confidence. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. With over 1 million downloads, it's the go-to business podcast dedicated to business owners who want to evolve out of operating in the day-to-day and make their dreams come true. I'm your host, Annette Walter, and I'm so happy you are here. As a former banker, I have now been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and have started, grown, acquired, and sold over 20 multi-million dollar companies to date. Together, you and I will strengthen your existing business, build your dream team and process, grow your wealth and legacy, all while surrounding you with a community of rockstar entrepreneurs just like yourself. Are you ready to evolve? Let's get started. Here's a question for you. How are you really feeling in your business? Are you feeling excited and giddy and jumping out of bed in the morning, knowing exactly what to work on? Or are you feeling a little overwhelmed, lost, and disconnected from your team? Which one speaks to you when I say those options? If it's the latter, I really want to spend some time with you to reset the vision of your company and talk about your team. I have been working very intimately with leadership teams of companies just like you that are scaling to really position the company for a big sale or position the company for a great freedom in life a little further down the line. And this is the time to really look up out of your business since the world is reopening and reset that vision and do some work to restructure the team of probably a lot of great people that you have right in front of you. It might just be time to do some shifting. So I've got some great tools behind the scenes, some great communication words to use specifically for your team members. And I want to share those with you. So click the link in the show notes, schedule a 20 minute free coaching session with me personally, and we will go through that with, with you. Today's guest is Whitney Johnson, and she is absolutely incredible. I learned so much and had so many aha moments as we were talking and going through our interview. I loved everything that she had to say. Her book is Smart Growth. It's actually her third book, and it talks about how to grow your people and grow your company. She is fantastic, and I know that you will just learn so much from her. If you like to listen to other podcasts, make sure you check out her podcast, Disrupt Disrupt Yourself. I've gained a lot of great knowledge from her, and just make sure you listen to today specifically about her S-curve formula and module. I think it's really going to help you. It talks about the messy and the mastery. I'm so happy you are here. Thank you for being here. Thanks for showing up for me, for you, for your team, for your families, and just keep evolving. You are doing such a great job, and I will talk to you soon. Welcome, Whitney. How are you? Thank you, Annette. I'm doing great. I am so happy you are here. Today, we're joined by Whitney Johnson, CEO of Disruption Advisors. Welcome, welcome. I, uh, first of all, love your backdrop and your book, (laughs) Smart Growth. I can't hear, I can't wait to hear all about the journey. Why don't you start 
wherever you want to start, wherever you feel appropriate, kind of give us a backdrop on you and your journey and your entrepreneurial road to date. And then we'll take it from there. How's that sound? Mm, that sounds great. Um, so as I'm listening to you say, you know, where on your journey, I think I'll start with the um, piece of, I never expected to be an entrepreneur and maybe many people who are listening feel the same way. I, and, and, and interestingly enough, my mom was an entrepreneur when I was growing up, she had an interior design business and she had a, you know, a wallpaper store in downtown Los Gatos in California. And so it's interesting how I never thought of myself of being an entrepreneur and yet here I am. So I'll start there. Um, my background is very, um, very quickly is I studied music in college. I went to New York with my husband cause he was in school and so started working and cause we needed food to eat right. and, um, but started on wall street and for did wall street for about 10 years and then disrupted myself to become an entrepreneur connected with Clayton Christensen, but I didn't know what that meant. Right. I, I knew I had, I wanted to do something, but I didn't really have a, an idea of exactly what I wanted to do and tried a number of things, many of which did not work. So that's part of the entrepreneurial journey as well, but then connected with Clayton Christensen invested with him and his son for about five years of investing in startups and publicly traded securities. Um, but then in 2012, I realized that all of this that I had been learning around investing, all of these ideas around disruption, these ideas around the S curve of learning, that I wanted to take these ideas and use them to help other businesses grow. And so I have gradually myself become an entrepreneur and I have this business disruption advisors where we help you grow your people to grow your company. And so that's my kind of meandering journey, but I'm guessing that that's the case for most of your listeners. Uh, yes. You know, <laughs> it's so interesting be, and I always love this question. It's like an, a, such an open-ended question, which people, you know, are always like, Oh my goodness, where do I go with this? And I love to see where people like where it takes them uh -huh. because sometimes you like, you know, you don't spend the time to really kind of look down the mountain and be like, Oh my goodness. Like, wow. And I love how you shared that your mother was an entrepreneur and I can tell she's highly creative like you. And that's clearly where you got it from looking at the beautiful decor you have in the background. So that's great. So tell us then, and it's interesting that you said, grow your people, grow your company, because that's really everything that I base my coaching on here at iEvolve Consulting with our business owners. It's like, when you can do that, when you can really find that magic that makes people better, stronger, uh, more resilient, whatever it is, that's when things really explode and grow. So give us a couple of examples of, of that and how you do that in your company. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let me talk about the S curve of learning. Cause I think as you're thinking about all of your listeners, all of your clients, this is a framework that you can use mm -hmm. as you're thinking about the growth. Right. So one of the discoveries that I had as we were investing, um, with Clayton is we were using something called the S curve. And this was popularized by a sociologist named Everett Rogers 60 years ago. And he used it to figure out how groups change over time or how, how ideas are adopted, how innovations are adopted. And so we would use it in investing to say, 
do we think that this, this innovation is, will it ever be adopted? But if it is, how quickly it will be adopted? Well, the aha that I had as we were investing is that we could take this S curve and it could help us understand not how groups change, but how individuals change. And so if you're listening, I want you to all trace in your mind an S and you're going to have three parts to it. There's a flat part from left to right. And that's what we call the launch point. And then there's a steep part of the curve. Once you hit a tipping point, which Malcolm Gladwell popularized, you hit that tipping point of the steep sleek back of the curve. And then you have the, and that's the sweet spot. And then you have the mastery, which is a flat part at the end. And that's the top part of the curve. And basically what's happening for all of you as entrepreneurs and as, as Annette is coaching you is that when you start a business, you are at the launch point of that S and what's happening at the launch point is that your brain is running this predictive model and you're trying to figure out what's going to work. And you're making lots of predictions about customers, about products, about product market fit, about how to market, how to get the right accounting people on board. And many of those predictions are going to be incorrect. And so your dopamine is going to drop. So you're going to have this experience of being thrilled and terrified, delighted and overwhelmed. And you can say to yourself, okay, I'm growing really fast, but because nothing seems to make sense, I'm having the experience of slow. That's the launch point. And so what I would say to you is it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong necessarily. It's just that you're in the messiness of starting something new. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, so that's the first part, the launch point of the curve, then you've got the sweet spot and your brain is going to continue to run those models. And you'll say, huh, I made a prediction and it was accurate. And I made another prediction and it was accurate. And so all of a sudden your dopamine starts to spike and you get these emotional upside surprises and you, you made a hire and this person, oh, they're really working or you sold a product and oh, that's working. There's a market for this product or there's a market for this service. And it just starts to feel exhilarating. Like we're doing this. I, I feel the sense of competence and autonomy and, and, and connectedness to, to what I'm trying to get done in the world and to my customers. And so you have this wonderful feeling of growth is fast and it feels fast. And then you get into mastery. And this is the place where you feel like I've actually figured out my business. And I know that my business is going really well, but I don't feel like I can keep doing it. Now, this may not happen for 30 years. Mm -hmm. It may happen in two years. You don't know. But that's the place where growth is slow. So you've got slow and then fast and then slow. So you've got this simple visual model of what growth looks like. And when you know that it allows you to trace the emotional arc of growth, overwhelmed, exhilarated, underwhelmed, and, and therefore you can orient yourself and it allows you to go through this entrepreneurial journey and make meaning of it in a way that makes it feel both more exciting as well as less discouraging all at the same time. Wow. I love all of that. That was really just such a great explanation. How, how do you feel? Did you, did you realize this when you were starting your business? 
Like, did you realize, or did you have an aha moment after you had gone through the messy stage and the beginning stage? Yeah, I, yes. So I had the aha, (laughs) I had the aha afterwards. And so I'm saying, Hey, I'm a further, a little bit further along the trail than you are. Here's the map. Here's the map. Here's what you use. And so, so for example, I think that, um, I would have known, and I think this is well, uh, two things. Number one is when I left wall street, people said, you're out of your mind. I'll do it again. Thank you. So for example, when I left wall street, people said, you are out of your mind. What are you doing? You're, you're making a lot of money. You're really good at it. We want you to keep doing exactly what you're really good at, which is why you can't keep doing it because you know how to do it already. And so I would have known that at the law and when I was in mastery, that I was going to have to jump to do, or I would have been able to explain the feeling that I was having. Like Mm -hmm. I knew I needed to do something, but I had no words for it. Mm -hmm. I could have said, oh, this is why I need to go do something new. It's not because I'm good at it. It, 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 It's because I'm good at it. And I need to continue to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. I now use it whenever I'm doing something new whether it's, you know, writing another book or trying to prepare for a speech or trying to figure out how to coach more effectively, whatever it is and, or learn how to speak Korean. Cause I'm obsessed with K dramas. Uh-huh. I could say to myself, little fun fact, everybody, I can say to myself, I am feeling really uncomfortable right now. I'm feeling like an imposter. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I shouldn't be doing this. I'm feeling like I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling impatient because how come I haven't figured this out yet? Mm-hmm. And now I know that this is just normal. It's That's nothing normal. wrong with me. It may be that I won't be good at it, but it may be that I will be good at it. And now I can, I, I, I normalize the situation of being new, which by the way, the older you get, the more you can insulate yourself from ever doing anything new. Mm-hmm. So you can get out of practice. This allows you to say, I'm uncomfortable doing something new situation normal. Mm. You know, what, what came to mind as you were explaining all of that, and I see this often, and I'm sure you do too, is, you know, the boredom that sets in, right. When the challenge is gone or when you're at a different point in your business or whatever thing you're, you're working on, I see business owners get bored so often. So I'm assuming that that is, you know, at the Tail end mastery. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah, the mastery session. And that's why you see, you know, multiple, you know, serial entrepreneurs, right? Multiple mm-hmm. businesses, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, case in point right here, right? <laughs> so it's, or write the book or do the speaking engagements or contribute that. So will you speak just a little bit to that quote unquote boredom? Is it boredom yeah. or is it just the mastery of it? Yeah, I think it's a both and because you, we, to, well, let's talk about one piece of this. So for example, you can own a business and, um, love this business for 30 or 40 years. Mm -hmm. But the reason you're able to do that, if you, if you start to dissect it is you will discover that there are many, many micro curves within the larger macro curve. Mm -hmm. So like you just said, all right, well, maybe I am really good at running this business, but what else do I want to do? 
I might want to expand the business significantly. Well, running a mom and pop with five people is very different than running a business with 500 or 5,000 people. You, when you make the decision to scale, that is a new S curve. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to continue to run a business of a of hundred people or a thousand people in perpetuity, then you say to yourself, well, what other S curves am I going to scale? Mm-hmm. Uh, you might decide, like you said, I'm going to write a book or I'm going to figure out how do I make sure I develop people and prepare the next generation? Or how do I um, have people so prepared that I can go off and start to do philanthropic work, or I can start to um, take on a really intense hobby, like climbing Mount Everest or, or whatever it is. Right. So, so any career is a portfolio of S curves. And you, if you decide that you like this business and you don't want to sell it, there are lots of different ways that you can continue to grow, whether it's you find, um, you know, another micro curve within this curve, or you build out a portfolio of curves so that you're base, you're still optimizing for growth. You still have some areas where you're in the sweet spot, even though you're in mastery in some aspects of the business. This is so good. This is so good. You are like, you're striking lots of chords with me. (laughs) (laughs) So I know you're striking lots of chords with our audience here. So tell us about the book. First of all, you know, what, what sparked it? How was that process for you? And then I want to know more or share more about the actual book itself. Yeah. So, uh, so what happened is I had written two prior books. I had written disrupt yourself and I had written build an A team and disrupt yourself came about because I was looking at the framework of disruptive innovation. Clayton Christensen, he wrote the innovators dilemma. I worked with him for five years and I thought disruption can also apply to individuals. And so that's this mechanism that you use to make progress. What happened though, is in both disrupt yourself and build an A team, I had the S curve of learning. It was in the background. It was like a backup singer. And as people reflected back to me, what they were learning, and this happens as an entrepreneur, right? You go out to the market with a product. You think this is the product. And then people say, actually that thing over there that you're not paying any attention to is the product. The market was telling me that the product is the S curve of learning. Wow. Disruption is the mechanism by which you make progress, but the S curve is what gives you this map. It's what orients you. It's what allows you to make meaning of the experience that you're having on this planet of trying to grow and develop. And so I realized that I needed to write a book that focused on the S curve and did a deep dive of every different stage along the curve and starting with the individual, because one of my core tenets is that the fundamental unit of growth in any organization is the individual. So it focuses on the individual, but then what it does is it has interludes where it says, here's how you can apply it as a, as a, as a manager and as the head of an organization. Mm -hmm. So that was the rationale for the book is that this was a map that I thought could be useful. It is simple. It is visual, but that is what makes it useful. Mm. I, I just simply love all of that. Now, let me ask you this. Was the first book easier to write than the third book? Obviously oh. from not only the, I guess, just knowing the process, right. Mm-hmm. But from the content standpoint, cause it really sh- spoke to you differently. You know, Annette, that's a great question. And I, I think the answer is, um, yes and no. 
Um, so every book has its challenges. I think with, with disrupt yourself, um, I was trying to think through how do I, how do I think about personal disruption? I had written a book before that called dare dream do, which was more a collection of essays. So this was really me moving into the business sphere and how do I write a business book was one of the challenges I had. Mm -hmm. And how do I construct this framework of personal disruption? And I hadn't written a business book. So there was that whole learning curve Mm -hmm. itself Mm -hmm. with this latest book. There were two distinct challenges or, well, actually I, I, no one's asked me this question, so we'll see what comes out. Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, There was the challenge. So yes, I had written a book before. One challenge I had was I was, I'm a lot busier now than I was when I wrote that book. So how do I manage the multiple S curves? Um, how do I delegate, bring other people in to help the book get written? The second challenge was, is I kind of written about the S curve before. So how do I write a book that still seems fresh and useful? Right. So how do I make sure I don't write the same book again? Right. And then a third challenge was, is. I really wanted to raise the bar in the sense of how do I write a book that will sing? So I'm, I'm a musician. I play the piano, so I don't, you know, I I'm not a singer, but how do I write a book that people will read and it will feel like a piece of music. It will feel like something that it's not just, here's how you do this. They feel like they're reading a a piece of art. And, and so I had this really high bar of writing something that someone could read it and love the stories, but also find it eminently practical. So I I had raised the bar. Mm. So where, where can we get the book? Where can we find Mm. the book? Where can we learn more about the book? Where can we support you, follow you, all of the good stuff, please. Mm. Well, I'd say the first thing is um, I do have a podcast. So if you're interested in how I'm processing the world. It's called the disrupt yourself podcast, big surprise. Um, so you can go listen to that. Um, a second way in terms of engaging is, um, the book you can buy it anywhere. So that's easy. Um, it's called smart growth, how to grow your people to grow your company. And then the third way is if you want to um, sign up for my newsletter, whitneyjohnson.com forward slash newsletter, I do respond to every email that I get in response to my newsletter. So might take me a while, but I do respond. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You are so generous and I love everything that you shared today. Last question for you. What keeps you going? Is there a personal like mantra or phrase or anything that you say to yourself that kind of keeps you going along the way, along the the Mm. multiple S curves. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. So (laughs) I, I think one is, and I said this earlier that the, the fundamental unit of growth is always the individual. So that's something that keeps me going is this idea of If I am out in the world having conversations like you and I are having about growing your organization Mm -hmm. and you need to grow yourself to grow your people, then I absolutely must be growing myself. Mm -hmm. I I must, because otherwise then I am not, I am inauthentic. And so I think that that's something that really keeps me going is that idea of how to make sure we are growing ourselves so that as we're asking our people 
our people, meaning our family, our coworkers, Mm -hmm. people that we, you know, in our business that when we're asking them to grow, we ourselves are growing. So that's, that's what keeps me going is grow myself to grow my people. Oh, I feel like I could just talk to you for hours and hours and hours and hours. I love this conversation. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing today. And we'll make sure that we check out your podcast. I'm going to definitely hit subscribe and download that one right as we get off of this call. Oh, well, thank you, Annette. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon, Whitney. Take care. Wow. What an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.